What's good, y'all? Fatboy Chronicles. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate everybody that's been tuning in, everybody that's been clicking on that, on the episodes, uh, showing me love. I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Please continue to listen to the podcast. I got new stuff coming. Been super, super busy. Haven't had time to really get on here and do it like I want to, but... Shout out to those who've been listening, to those who've been supporting from day one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, here's the thing. We're going to talk about somebody very near and dear to me. And when I say near and dear to me, I don't mean, I don't mean like, I knew them personally because I did and I, I happened to met this gentleman a couple times. Just, you know, it just happened that way. Uh, never knew him personally or anything like that. Never been to his house, never met his mom, anything of that sort. Um, actually, I'm sorry. I'll take it back. I did meet his mom one time. Um, we're talking about LaShane Paris Crooks, a.k.a. Tupac Amaru Shakur, a.k.a. Machiavelli the Don. Today is his birthday. He would have been 52. Born in 1971 on this day. Shout out to my guy. He has influenced me in so many different ways. Um, from his music, his dress, his style, his charisma, his acting, his everything has influenced me. Um... Helped me come out of a lot of my shells. Um, revolutionary. Uh, fearless. Those are just some of the words that describe Tupac Shakur. And what he was on this earth before he got, uh, unfortunately, taken from us way too soon. Way, way too soon at the age of 25. Uh, I often wonder where Pac would be in 2023 because he was in so many different directions while he was here and he was doing so many different things while he was here. And I believe at 25 and even seeing some of the clips of his old interviews and different things of that sort, I believe that the man would have eventually went into acting cause he's really good at it. Um, as well as, you know, of course, he's a really good hip hop artist. He's multi platinum. He's a diamond selling uh, individual. Um, he sold seventy five million records and counting worldwide. <clears throat> now we're not even gonna go there on the streams. So my thing is, he's probably over a hundred million, uh, you know, plus, and continues to do that to this day. Um, the greatest thing I think about Tupac was he didn't take nothing. He didn't take nothing from nobody, man. He stood his ground. He knew who he was as a black man. He knew what he was on this planet. His mom put that battery in his back and made sure that he understood who he was and what he was about. Of course, as a young man, you're gonna make mistakes. You're going to do things in life that are not correct. Um, 
but that was part of his journey as a man was to learn from his mistakes. Unfortunately, you know, at the age of 25, you know, some of his decisions I don't agree with, uh, gang banging and such, you know, at 25 years old, I, I don't agree with that, where he didn't need to go down that road. Um, I didn't agree with what he did at the MGM with uh, Orlando Anderson. I didn't agree with that at, at all. Um, I remember as a kid, you know, I didn't understand the ramification of it at the time because I was not a fully grown adult. I was a young man and, you know, my one of my favorite people on the planet got shot and killed. But I never knew the real reasons behind it. But as I continue to watch different things and understand the reason behind a lot of what happened, Pac just put himself in a lot of bad positions, which was not his normal character. Also... I want to talk about something that people didn't necessarily, you know, understand about Pac, you know, Pac was, excuse me, Pac was dealing with mental health issues. Let's just be honest. Um, a lot of people uh, on the documentary, Dear Mama, if you have not seen it, it is on Hulu. Um, a lot of people on Dear Mama, um, they were saying like he was dealing with a lot of mental health issues and I could totally agree with that and understand that uh, because he really was. If you think about it, when he was a kid, um, his mother, who was a Fanny Shakur, who was everything, uh, to the black community as well as to her son. Um, she was a revolutionary. She was part of the Black Panther Party in New York. Um, she got herself off of uh, of some charges, some felony charges, uh, defended herself in court, got herself off, got other Panthers out of jail as well. Um, Afeni was a beautiful, intelligent, smart woman, very cunning, very um regal in the way she carried herself um she put that in Pac you know and unfortunately as a kid Pac uh seen some things that he didn't need to see uh police came and burst in in his family's home uh put a gun to his mama he seen that as a child also he was shot several times um he was beaten up by the police as a young man as a very young man um, Pac had a lot of mental health issues, um, that he battled with. And, uh, it's unfortunate that back then, <clears throat> you know, the stigma back then was as a man, you, especially as a young black man, you just didn't talk about things like that. You didn't put those type of things on the table like that. You just roll with it and dealt with it. You're a man, you know, you're strong. You can deal with it yourself. Stop complaining. That's a female trait, those type of things. So, you know, we never had a name for it back then for him. But now we understand what he what it was for him. And then he had his whole family on his back. You know, he was carrying and plus he was carrying black people as well. So he had a lot of mental health issues going on that, you know, now we look at it and like, damn, like we didn't know 
that he was going through all these things, but nobody knew back then because mental health was not important at that time. Um, and it still it still is a stigma on mental health with men as well. So, yeah, he just he was just an amazing man. Um, overall, I had the chance to meet him twice. I met him once when he was with Digital. Um, and I met him another time when he was with Death Row. And he was just passing by, shook his hand. Like the energy that this man had about himself, the 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 regalness, the the manliness about him. Like he was a man. You could never ever sit there and say Tupac was not a man. He stood 10 toes down in everything that he did. Um, and that you felt that even just in the brief meeting of him, I felt that. So the thing is that's so sad is that this generation that we're in now don't have the pleasure of hearing him speak and talk. Well, they do now because we have YouTube and different things, but his physical presence would have been great for this country, especially right now. Um, I often wonder what Pac would have been at the age of 52. What kind of man would he have been? I truly believe he would have settled down. He would have definitely had children. Um, I truly, truly believe he would have definitely um, not done so much of the thug thing at that. At some point, he would have settled down on that. Um, I believe he would have definitely went into acting. He was very good at it. Um, his three main movies, uh, you know, Juice, Poetic Justice, Above the Rim, Gridlocked. Um, it was another movie I can't think of right now. Um, but he would have definitely went into acting. Acting was something that I saw him kind of shift into. And then also to to recognize the fact that John Singleton had wrote the role for him in Baby Boy, which ended up going to Tyrese, of course, because Tupac passed. Um, but the role was written for Pac. And for Pac to not be able to do that and then for John to write that way before, you know, him passing in different things, John saw something in him that he might not have saw in himself until later on down the road. Um, his legacy will continue on. His greatness will continue on. We're still talking about him 30 some odd years later. Uh, he's still making an impact around the world. His mom was an amazing, amazing woman. Oh my God. I cannot, there's no words to speak how amazing Afani Shakur was. This woman was addicted to drugs, got put into rehab, came out and was just out here speaking, putting life into black people representing her son you know i i'm i'm amazed and in awe every time i think about a fanny shakur every time i think about tupac shakur i'm amazed and like i said the dear mama documentary is on hulu y'all go check that out 
Of course, you know, he has all eyes on me, the movie. I know a lot of people did not like that movie. However, um, it was kind of thrown together, which I didn't necessarily agree with, but I still watch it from time to time just for the memory part of it. Um, shout out to Demetrius Ship the third, um, or Demetrius Ship Jr., excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, as we continue on, as we continue today, in honor of his birthday, you know what I'm saying? Light one up, sip you a little henny, do what you do, just rep the homie one time. West Coast legend. I don't care what New York people say. He a West Coast artist. His greatness came on the West Coast. No disrespect to the East at all. And we know he from New York. But I feel like we honed him and groomed him and showed him what to do out here um, in the West Coast. So the West Coast, to me, he's legendary on the West Coast. And we love him in the West Coast, especially the Bay Area. Shout out to the Bay. All right, y'all, Fatboy Chronicles, get at me. Make sure y'all check out Dear Mama on Hulu. Please check that out. Also, uh, play a little music, light one up, drink a little something. You know, it don't have to be no liquor. It could be whatever you want. But uh, shout out to the homie on his birthday. Rest in peace to Tupac Amaru Shakur, a.k.a. Machiavelli the Don. All right, y'all, Fatboy Chronicles, get at me. You know where I be. Deuces.